Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of the Rap Sporting Podcast, where we are straight to the point, uncensored, and there's no bullshit in this podcast. No bullshitters are allowed. Before we get to, we have a great show for y'all today. Before we get to that, I am one of your hosts, Todd Philpot, and my co-host, I'll let him introduce himself. Peyton Ramsey. We are excited to finally be in the podcasting world. And, you know, we've uh, been talking about this for a while, and I feel like we have a great first episode for y'all. And without, you know, it's no bullshit here. So let's go on and cut to the chase. Let's get to the first game we're going to review out of week four Jets and Chiefs. I personally watched the game. Um, Taylor Swift was there, obviously. Tired of hearing about that. Um, I felt like Zach Wilson played a great game. I felt like, well, he played a great game to be Zach Wilson. Um, I, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I feel like he outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Um, that's just my opinion. I, I mean, Mahomes went 18 for 30 with 203, one TD and two interceptions. Zach went 28 for 39 for 245 with two TDs. Uh, ultimately, they lost the game, but I feel like the Jets could be pulling in it together. Yeah, if you look at the Jets here, I uh, first half of the game, you're thinking, you know, did these guys even show up? But I look at the second half stats, you know, the the stats aren't that far off. Total yards, 401 to 336 in favor of the Chiefs. Kansas City, two turnovers. New York, only one. Uh, look at time of possession. You have Kansas City, 32 minutes. The Jets, 27 minutes. I mean, so you, you're talking about. And you got the Jets. That was all second half. First half, would they? I mean, well, I mean, they had a good second quarter. Right. Second, third quarter. But, right. I mean. Well, they, 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 they found out that Taylor Swift was there, so they decided to get on off the bus and get into the stadium. Yeah, Zach. Zach wanted to look good, not only for Taylor, but for the uh, Kansas City fans, I guess. Yeah, um, Zach Wilson. I mean, yeah. when I was watching the game, when I was watching the game, uh, I mean, the Chiefs, they jumped out 17 nothing, And I was like, fuck this. I'm turning it off. I mean, I was hoping for a little battle. And then we, we creep into the second quarter, and Zach Wilson shows a, a burst of life. And I'm like, oh, hold on a minute. And then it's, you know – you know, 20 to 12 at halftime. So I'm like, I'm going to at least give it to the third quarter. Right. And then we, then we got a 20-20 ball game, and I'm like, okay, Zach, we see you. And then three minutes left in the game, Zach Wilson shows up in his finest and fumbles a snap. Or, hell, it was it was earlier than that, like nine minutes or right. some shit right. in the game. And Zach Wilson shows up and pulls the Zach Wilson and fumbles a snap and never gets the ball back. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting. I was sitting up at a motor mile watching the uh, uh, East Coast greatest street stock racer Jimmy Mullins run, and uh, I'm checking the score on my phone, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm like, ain't no point in watching this. Well, coming down the road, I see the Jets are starting to make it a game, so I turn it on, and and you know, so like I said, second half it came down to the end there, you know. Uh, but I look at the red zone attempts right here. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs won this game 
and they went to the red zone four times and cashed in zero. Everything they scored was outside of the red zone. While they got the New York Jets here, went down three times, cashed in twice. Uh, yeah. Also, penalties, penalties, big factor. Uh, Kansas City, five penalties, 46 total yards. Then you got the Jets, seven penalties, 42 yards. So, I mean, that's you know that's, that's pretty even right there. Like I said, yeah. the, the time of possession is what really is what well, really strikes me. You look at the stats of the game. And it's it looks pretty square down the middle. Yeah, on paper. Until it's, it's you a, get even two even teams on paper. Yeah, until you get to the end of the game where another fucking ref decides the game. Ref, keep the flag in your pocket under two minutes to go, unless it's blatantly obvious. Like in my call, I don't think it's a hold. But on that same play, if I'm not mistaken, you can back me up on this. I might be mistaken. That same play, didn't Pat Mahomes throw his third interception? He did. He did. He threw his yep. third pick. And it ultimately got erased by by what I'm going to say a bullshit holding call. Right. I, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a huge New York fan. Uh, obviously, since I've been alive, they haven't been relevant. Um, and, or I mean, and you know. Growing up, I didn't even know a Kansas City Chief fans. Now, now they're all out of the woodwork. You see one every time you go pick up a beer from the store. But, right. um, but you know, I felt like until the end, until the last snap of the game, Zach Wilson outplayed arguably the best quarterback in the league in Patrick Mahomes. He yeah. took care of the football. Uh, I mean, which the Jets defense didn't have not one answer for Isaiah Pacheco. 20 carries, buck 15, one TD. Yeah, what are you doing, defense? Yeah. Defensive line, what are you doing? You know, it ended up being a pretty good game there, but we can't let what uh, Rodney Harrison says, what he said about Zach Wilson go unnoticed. I mean, you know, when you make your living sitting behind the booth, you can't downgrade it. I mean, he was basically trying to get Chris Jones to – talk crap about Zach Wilson. You can't do that. Oh, yeah. He was baiting him. Yeah, you're you're baiting him, but I mean, you got a you got a TV analyst that's supposed to be, you know, one of the he's a pro analyst. I mean, that's what he is. You're going to sit here and call Zach Wilson garbage when you rode the bench your career. So, what does that mean? You didn't have a chance to be garbage. Yeah, it's it, it, it's very interesting. Like I said, he uh, that's one person I really don't enjoy watching on Sunday night football. He seems to be a little biased towards a few teams and uh, probably do Sunday night football a good thing to go ahead and replace him. Well, I'm sure, listen, I've listened to about, you know, I try to stay up to date as best I can on everything. And a lot of people are reaming him out for it, which is, which is a hundred percent of what they need to do. That's unprofessional. Uh, I mean, I'm not a professional and I can see that. Like, Dude, shut your fucking mouth. You couldn't go out there and play it. Yeah, Zach Wilson ain't played the best ball. He was a, uh, you know, first-round draft pick, second pick of that draft in the first round, and he hasn't held true. But look how many first-round quarterbacks you have that's been a bust in the last 10 years. Yeah, I mean, you don't know their names anymore. It's been so many. Yeah, it's like I said, not a whole lot more to take away from this game. Uh, overall, on paper, pretty close game. However, Kansas City did uh, 
did uh did pull it out at the end. Yeah, but regarding the Chiefs, I mean, I feel like they got some work to do if they want to if they want to be that one seed again. Um, because that was, I mean, the when they played the Bears, they looked good, but I mean, it was the Bears. But you know, the Jets. They came into the football game after the first quarter and wanted to play the ball. You know, wanted to play ball. So, I, I'm not writing the Jets off just yet, and that might be stupid of me, but I'm not writing them off just yet, just because Kansas City might have made them look good. Um, but you know, 23-20 final. I mean, Jets one and three, Kansas City three and one, which is, you know, Kansas City's, you know. They're Kansas City. I mean, they do have the best quarterback in the league. That he'll find a way to win every week. But right, uh, they gotta they gotta play a little bit less sloppy for me, and especially the man in the pocket. I mean, two interceptions. That's unlike him. Yeah, you got Jets, uh, Jets, Broncos coming up. Uh, then they they host Philly. Then they go off to the Giants. That's uh, those are winnable games. Uh, at, at least two out of the three. Uh, you talking about playoffs? Then uh. You know, Aaron Rodgers said he would be ready for a uh, January playoff run. So let's just keep that he's in your a, back pocket. He's the only. How old is he now? Forty something. He's like forty. Yeah, he's the only forty-something-year-old quarterback that I ever seen can beat a a torn Achilles in three weeks. But uh, we'll see if that actually stands true. I hope he does because, I mean. Why would he come back at the playoffs if they're not going to be in the playoffs? And as of right now, I'm not writing them off, but I'm not. It's not looking good. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's tough. To I mean, visit. it's only four weeks. You got I mean, Jets, it's only four weeks, but Jets. I mean, uh, Chiefs. You got Vikings, Broncos, Chargers. That's uh, that's three. Could be three dubs. You're looking at a five and one record there, and uh, you know, that's one thing this league doesn't doesn't want to see right now is another Kansas City Super Bowl. Yeah. Nobody wants to see it. I don't think it. It gives me flashbacks of the Tom Brady era and era and the Patriots. I agree. Uh, I mean, I don't want to see it. I'm, I'm glad you know a former Philly coach is is taking the boys to the bowl game. But listen, uh, give somebody else a turn. That's right. <laughs> but moving on, that was our takes on the Chiefs game. Um. If you're watching Chiefs in prime time, expect to see Taylor Swift 20 times. Yeah, was, um, was Taylor Swift there? I can't care. <laughs> yeah, she was there, unfortunately. podcast we're gonna go straight into it with justin fields question is he a bust or is he just on a bad team uh me personally justin fields uh chicago's not using him how uh how i believe he should be used he's not he's not a a, a pocket passer uh as the league says uh he's better on the run throwing the football down the field i mean he's got a total qbr of you can round it up to 36 if you want to. 64% of his passes. Uh, he does have 160 touch uh, pass yards, seven touchdowns through four games. However, they have a zero and four 
record. Uh, if I look back at the stats here, zero and four, I think there's only nine percent of those teams made the playoffs. So uh, not not really not really looking good right now. Uh, it, it's hard for me to say if he's a bust. I'd I'd, I'd like to see him in uh, in another scheme. Uh, I just don't believe the way the Bears are using him right now is playing to his advantage. Uh, you know, he is a uh, he's a former first round pick out of Ohio State uh, back in 2021. Uh, he's only 24 years old, you know, so maybe you can turn it around. You know, he is he's six foot three inches tall, 230 pounds. I mean, he's he's pretty pretty good sized dude. Uh, if you could just calm him down, teach him some of the basics inside of the pocket, I'd. I, I'd kind of like to see him in a different scheme. Uh, Chicago probably will be in the uh, lottery pick this year. And, uh, you know, Caleb Williams is out there, uh, you know, at USC right now. So I look for the Bears to move off of Justin Fields. Uh, Todd, what's your take? I, would you say 6'3", 230? Yep. Of shit. I mean, it don't matter about – I mean, if you want padded stats, go get Kirk Cousins. I mean, honestly. Uh, he yeah he he played a decent game against the Broncos, but I mean when the game come down to the line, what he do? He I mean he's he's like we just talked about Zach Wilson. He's a Zach Wilson. He's a I feel like he's a bust. I mean, which I mean like you said, he's not in the right organization. That I don't know what that GM, I don't know what the owner, and I don't know what the head coach is even doing. I mean at this point clean house and re redo it again because i mean you've done it every year you're still doing the same thing the only thing you ain't changed is is the the top you know i i feel like he 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 could be good in the right in the right thing like in the right system but as of right now he's dog shit and and i ain't going to take that back i mean He's a first-round draft pick, and he's he, he's a bust. Yeah, well, I mean, he also, got beat. There's also been got, a lot of first-round picks. Yeah, that's been a bust. Yeah, we said that earlier. I mean, he got beat by a fucking team that just got 70 put on their head. Not only beat by them, got come back from 14 down to get beat by them. And... When the game is on the line, you want your quarterback. That's why Tom Brady is the best in the league. Well, what he was before he retired, because with the game on the line, you want your quarterback to end the game. And that's what Russell Wilson did. He came back, he led his team back, and he got uh, a win against the, you know, the un, how do I put this? The un, uh, the shitty bears. That's the best words I can come up with. I mean, the bears, if the bears is on your schedule, just write a W beside it. They're not going to give you any trouble. If you get, they get up by 28, you just, just chug along. It's no big worries. Justin Fields will, will, will come back and hand you the ball game. And, yeah, and, and I look back at his games right here. So you go back week one versus Tampa, 27-17 loss. Uh, he threw uh, 211 yards, but he also threw two picks. Uh, 
Uh, Kansas City, we know what the Chiefs is going to do to a defense like that. They're going to put 41 on you, and they're going to stomp you. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. But then you go back to this last week, and, you know, I can't really put all the loss on him. He completed 80% of his passes, 28 for 35, 335 yards, four touchdowns. He only threw one pick. Uh, however, he did get sacked four times. Did you know that? Uh, and sack fumbled once, right? Did you know that Justin Fields had a passer rating of 132 this past weekend against Denver, against this great Denver defense? That's all I've heard about. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm looking at the strength of the They're schedule. real great. You know, they lost by 10 to the Bucks. Understandable. They they got blowed out by Kansas City. Understandable. And they should have beat a bad Denver team. Now, when you're a good team, a good team will annihilate bad teams. And the sh- Chicago let them let them come back four touchdowns on them. That's just a recipe for for bad coaching. So uh, that it is bad play calling. I mean, I. Yeah, I feel like Justin Fields is shit. I'm not taking back anything I said. Um, he gave us a, a flashy game against a irrelevant Denver Broncos team. You know, I've seen Russell Wilson say that they're not out of this yet. Well, yeah, you kind of are. Yeah, I mean, you're going down in the history books by the team that got hung 70 on your head. I'm not letting that go. Your defense is shit. I mean, that's, that's two bottom-tier teams played. And – and the Denver end up showing that they weren't as wasn't as bad as Chicago. Right. Yeah. That's. I mean, Justin. Like I said, he could be better, but right now he's dog shit. And he he played it like I said. He padded his stats for one game, and we'll we'll see what they got coming up. But they I the, say they got. At Commanders, then they host the Vikings and Raiders. Personally, I believe these are three winnable games that can get you to three and four if, on the season. If you're play calling, if your play calling's okay. Yeah, I, I believe. But obviously, there. come late fourth quarter or fourth quarter entirely, the coach, you know, took a coffee break and and said, "Hey, you know, we need to pad and or you know, we need to we need to." lose this game because we need that first overall pick to draft us another quarterback, you know. Right. And it and ain't and it ain't even really that game would yeah, it's a little bit his fault. I mean he had two turnovers. I mean a sack fumble and an interception, but uh they just they gotta get something going in Chicago. I feel bad for Chicago fans because they've you know they're they're loyal to their team yeah, but they're, they're turning in old. they're turning they're turning into the old Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they're they're still talking about a Super Bowl win back in the back in the eighties. Uh, so sound like they fucking cowboys. Yep. So. How about them? Yeah. How about them boys? We'll get there. We'll get to that in a little bit, and stay tuned because that is going to be one of our highlights of the week. If you haven't laughed this week, when we get to the Cowboys, you will. Now we're going to roll into my boys, the Philadelphia Eagles, 4-0 on the season. 
knocked off the Washington Commanders in overtime. Had me on the edge of my seat the whole time, like my Philadelphia Eagles always do. Um, Sam Howe, can't take nothing away from him. Played a great game, 29 for 41 with two 90s and a tutty. Um, I mean, you can't take nothing away from Washington. Uh, the divisional game, we rolled in. I heard a couple people talking about a blowout. Um, kind of pissed me off a little bit because I wanted one, and here we are yet again uh, with um, with a close game. And Philly, Philly played a good game. Uh, I'm not not upset the way my quarterback played. You know, he's he's gotten a lot of flack over the last couple first four starts of the season saying he don't look like the Jalen Hurts of old. He don't look like he did last year. He don't look like this. He don't look like that. Well, to all the naysayers, screw you. Your opinion don't matter. My quarterback went 25 for 37, 319 yards with two TDs. Him and AJ was linked up in the link. I personally feel like we're still searching for that identity in our best game, which is which my my team will say that. Watch a press conference every now and then. Skip, Shannon, all these broadcasters, lay off my boys. They know they're not playing the best football right now, but they're stacking wins and not taking anything away from Washington saying how played a great game. With a minute 40 on the clock, he drove them down the field and got a touchdown to send it into overtime. And thank God for Jake the Make Elliott. And he I was I was upset that it was that close, but it's a divisional game. They can go either way. I mean, the Giants might lose every game that they play the rest of the year but they will give the Philadelphia Eagles foot a fit the two times they see them, and so will Dallas and Washington one more time. So, Washington, don't hang your head just yet. You you got your quarterback showed. He rebounded with a great game. Uh, the week before, he had four picks for nine sacks. Um, rebounded, had a great game. You know, good passer rating, good completion percentage. Um he hooked up with Brian Robertson, you know, a couple times. And then Brian Robertson had 14 carries for 45. Uh, Terry McLaurin, eight receptions, 86. I mean, they got a good good base. And uh, But if this season don't work out, Ron Rivera, go home. If you can't win with this team, go home. Yeah, when I look at the uh, commanders, it – Philly game. I'm looking at two teams right here that I'm not really sure exactly who they are yet. Uh, you know, Philly they are four and zero, leading their division. Uh, respected enough. Commanders two and two. Sam Howell had a good game. However, the inconsistency is my issue with him. Uh, you know, he got blown out last weekend by the Bills, I believe. Uh, Jalen Hurts overall over course of the season has been a pretty consistent quarterback you know he's keeping a mid-range quarterback rating and a pretty high passer rating keeping the uh, interceptions low uh com- keeping his completion percentage you know right there at, you know average so my, my issue right here is with washington 
is a coach. I look at Rod Rivera. Look at his run with Carolina over the past few years. Carolina hasn't done anything. Yeah, I don't really understand what the GMs and the owners of the commanders are thinking with Ron Rivera. It, it, it was it, a bust from the start with. Yeah, I mean, they had so many options, and they went with a dud. I yeah, like. yeah, I, I agree. His play calling is not – it's not the style, you know. I look back at his Cam Newton days at Carolina. You know, you don't have Cam Newton won them games. Right. Yeah, Cam Newton in his prime won them games. Right. And when it came to the big game, what happened? Right. And and, and I'm looking here, you know. So uh, you know, four and zero. All right. They was at New England. That game was close up until the end. All right. Then they squeezed out a win against the Vikings by touchdown. All right. They. Thank God for a touchback call. The Vikings, I mean, uh, the Buccaneers, they they were at Tampa, and you got, uh, you know, pretty much went away with that one. And then you, you know, took the commanders to overtime, you know, and, and pulled out a win. That's four wins, you know, a win's a win. Uh, but, you know, the competition level there, you know, is mid-range. So you, got, you, you have at Rams this week, then you go to the Jets, and then you host the Dolphins. That's three games right here you should win all three you know you should win at least two the dolphins yeah dolphins is a toss up but after the dolphins you got the commanders and then you hit the hard stretch cowboys chiefs bills niners cowboys again and then the way the seahawks the way the seahawks looked last night they could beat philly right i mean you could drop you know five games in a row against five of the best teams in the league you, you, I mean, you really could. Nick Sirianni is saying, hey, we need to play our best football. But let me tell you, when you go to Kansas City, you better be playing your best football by then. Or, hell, even a week before that, you only got three or four games right, right. here to to shake it off before you before you Dallas comes into the link. Right. And, and you look at – you think the Giants is just going to lay down and let a division opponent run over them? No. I don't hell no. So, I mean – you get, right now, because Giants fans, Giants fans will be like, "Hey, we might have went two and whatever this year, but one of them wins was against Philadelphia Eagles." And hell, if the Eagles end up having to go to the Super Bowl, which is, I feel like it's like a sixty forty chance right now. I say forty, not sixty. Sixty that we'll go. Um, no, other way around. I'm going to go forty, not. We won't go. I'm all fucked up. We'll cut this part out, all right? Mm -hmm. So, I feel like 60% chance we won't go because the Niners look so good. Um, But I feel like, you know, if the Giants roll in and the Eagles do win the Super Bowl, the Giants fans are just as bad as Cowboy fans. They're going to be like, well, guess who beat – the Eagles at least once last year, and that's us, you know. That's and I don't want to drop them two games. I don't want to drop no division games this year. Um, but the Eagles has got to step it up. You know, so Eagles has got to step it up. You know, I'm looking at these twelve games right here, and like you said, very tough stretch. If you could walk away out of those twelve, if you could walk away with eight wins. That's a win. That's a winning season. Eight, eight wins. I think you're locked. You're locked. Uh, but you know, I, I think I think it all starts with the Rams this week. I, I think right now, this Sunday, five, on four 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 o'clock 
box game right here. I think it all starts with the Rams. I think your season up until this point is zero. I really do. I believe you're going into the Rams right you're now. You're zero and zero right now. Zero. Oh, oh, right now. I yeah. think you got to beat the Rams. I think you got to beat the Jets and Dolphins and Commanders. Well, you see what the Jets did to the Chiefs. They gave them a fit. Exactly. And the Eagles, and the Eagles I feel like, is a little bit better team than the, uh, the Chiefs right now. But they seem, you know, they gave them a fit. This, so the schedule, and that's two more weeks from now. Give Zach Wilson two more weeks. He showed that he could be coached. So give him two more weeks, and he liable to blow Philadelphia out. And I'm a diehard Philadelphia fan. So they know they need to step it up, and they know they're not playing their best football. Which you don't have to be playing your best football right now. This the schedule is. The schedule is tough, and and I'm comparing it right here to Dallas and the Dallas right here. A uh, little bit, little bit easier on the downhill side right here, but they still, they have some of the same opponents. So I I, I, yeah. I, th- I think your season starts now. I, I, your season I've, within and if, within four weeks from now, within come back come back after the week eight, and you can and we will tell you if the Eagles are real or not. Yeah, I will. I I think you tell if if yeah after after the Commanders after the next Commanders game. If the Eagles are somehow, by the hope of God, eight and zero, and they still look like they did this past weekend, they drop the home game against the Cowboys, a hundred percent. And I hate to say that because if it's if the Eagles go two and fifteen on the year, mm-hmm. I want to beat the Cowboys twice. All right, I, I personally believe you split with the Cowboys if you're lucky. Uh, I, I believe you know that's it's just a tough schedule right here. I, I, yeah. I'm, I would. Be you got the Bills, the Niners. The Bills are so pissed off right now. I hope they cool down a little bit by the time Philly, before uh, they roll into the Philly. Let, let's say you get to the Commanders and you beat them uh, on the 29th. Well, you got Dallas Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Dallas. Um, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. But yeah, that's that's. That's big, and it's, 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 I don't understand. This. Do I think? Do I think Philly makes the playoffs? Yes, I feel like Philadelphia will squeak in the playoffs. By the way, they look right now. I'm not saying I'm not taking any way, anything away from a, my four and Philadelphia Eagles, but if they don't step it up, and they the you know defense against Tampa, you watch that game. I watch that game. Jalen Hurts had two picks. It didn't make a damn if he had two picks or not because the defense had a safety on one of those. And then two plays later, you know, they got a defense forced to fumble. So them them two interceptions are tainted to me because the defense played so well. Then you go, you know, Washington rolls into the link and the defense never got off the bus. Right. Right. You let Sam Howell run the ball down your throat with a minute forty seconds left. Right. Yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. Like I said, we'll find out here in the definitely in the next few weeks. Uh, you know, whatever what these what these teams are uh, are about. But that's gonna end us for this segment here. When we return, we will follow right up with the NFC East with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, hey, and then today, well, hold on just a second. Now, I've been doing a lot of talking, but the things that you said, if you're going to talk the talk,
walk. You're going to walk. Don't walk. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks to you guys, y'all did the walking, all right? Hey, and one thing, this week I'm not going to say a word. You know how I feel, but I'm not going to say a word, but I will say one thing right now. How about them cowboys? We are back, and we're going to get right into one of the hottest topics this week. Them, how about them Dallas Cowboys coming in 38-3 over the New England Patriots, putting them 3-1 on the season, 2-0 at home, and second in the NFC East standings. Personally, it's kind of what I wanted to see out of the Cowboys. You know, you got people saying they're real. You got people saying they're fake. Personally, I'm not a big Cowboys fan. They haven't played Fuck. anybody yet. Fuck the Cowboys. I go back and look. 40 to nothing over the Giants. We know what the Giants are this year. All right, let's go to the Jets. Without Aaron Rodgers, 30 to 10. The Jets didn't even make it a game. Cardinals, they have gave everybody a fit this year. And they That's surprising you. to me. Yeah, yeah that's the surprising to me. They gave everybody a fit, and the Cardinals beat you. Yeah. Then you go to New England. Mac Jones, he's having issues. Players in the locker room don't like him. He's dirty. 38-3, to that's what you get. I think they're pretenders. I do not uh, – it's, it's the same story every year. It's like, it's like the Green Bay fans when Aaron Rodgers was there. Oh, this is our year. Dallas. You do this to yourself every year. All you long-haired country boy Dallas fans out here, y'all need to take a step back right here. Kick your boots off. Look at the mirror. You have a perfect <laughs> you have a perfect regular season. And as soon as you get into the playoffs, you face Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts and you go home. Every yeah, I mean year, how many how many playoff wins that got? Two? Yeah, and and I think uh, – And one of those was a bad Buccaneers team coached by Tom uh, oh, Bowles. Oh, Todd Bowles, yeah. Todd, Todd Bowles, yeah, not Tom. Todd Bowles. Yeah. You faced Tom Brady at his lowest, and yeah. you got one win in the playoffs? See, I'm not buying into the Dallas Cowboy hype. I, I do believe their defense is good. Uh you should throw for more than 260 yards against this New England team. They're, they're, they're oh, bad. Uh, yeah. Or, I mean, even run the ball. I mean, you run the ball 47 yeah. yards with your yeah. all-star running back. Now, now I we mean, do, we do have, we do have um, Dallas going to uh, – we have Dallas playing San Francisco this Sunday night. That game is going to determine a lot right here. This is going to say, hey, is this – is this a fluke or are we legit? Personally, as much as I hate the Cowboys, I at Forty Niners, I, I at have 49ers. Them, I have them as an upset this week. Uh, for any of you gamblers out there, it's a three and a half point favor right now. This is the bet of the week. Take the Cowboys if you have a gambling problem. One eight hundred gamble. Yeah. So, but it's Dak Prescott, baby. It is Dak Prescott. He will find a way to give the game to Brock Purdy, and Brock Purdy will go continue to go undefeated in the regular season. I I feel like the 49ers will stand strong and CMC will run the ball down the Dallas Cowboys' throat. I'm telling you, Dan Quinn, that offense or that defense, 
stellar. I'm going to say top two in the league. I'm not not taking away from the Cowgirls. They are the defense is top two in the league. Offense, offense. That's a different story. How about them Cowboys? Offense. What 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 is going on, man? What what's how can you not get nothing going? I mean, their lead receiver was Jake Ferguson. Where's CD at? Where are you at, CD? He never got off the bus. CD, you you supposed to be you want to be the top wide receiver or top five wide receiver in the league and top wide receiver at the Dallas Cowboys, and some clown named Jake Ferguson got seven for 77, and CD, you, where was you at? Was you on the same bus with Mac Jones? He caught, he caught four, uh, four balls, 36 yards. Oh, yeah, it's stellar day. I'm glad you had him. Whoever has CD in fantasy, you lost this week, I guarantee you. Yeah. Um, but Mac Jones. And do you get annoyed by that little first down uh, victory he does? Like, like sit down. Everything, everything the Dallas Cowboys does annoys me. Um, I'm I'm a realist. I'm going to be real. Their defense is real. Offense needs some work. Right. Um, which I mean, that's the story every year. I mean, you got a leader in Dak Prescott who worries about unnecessary shit. Uh, who had the dude who had the picks in this game? What was his name again? Uh, Darren Bland. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah. Mac Jones, you made him look like an all-star. Yeah, you got Darren Bland. Like an all-fucking-pro. He's out here running primetime victory laps around the stadium. And he did. He looked like a great Prime time. He, Mac Jones made this dude look like prime time. Yeah, like Mac cool. Jones. Mac Jones, you're not the guy. Bill Belichick knows that you're not the guy. He might say it in a press conference. So that's because what the boss is telling him to. Because you got a bunch of money. But Mac Jones, twelve for twenty-one, one fifty, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Why? What? What the hell? You got took out of the game, and the backup quarterback looked better than you did. Yeah, and you're a fucking star. I'm shitting on the New England Patriots right now, and I'm not taking anything away from Dallas. Uh, their defense won them that game. Um. Defense had what 14, 15 points, I think, off some turnovers. They cashed in. Right. Um, and Eng- New England had three points in the first quarter, second, third, and fourth quarter. They got shut out. Right. You cannot, you cannot deny that defense. You want to talk about some favoritism right here? I'm looking at Dallas' schedule. You got two prime time games within the next two weeks. You got at 49ers, it's a Sunday night game. Then you go to the Chargers. That's a Monday night game. Where I mean, Justin I mean, Herbert liable to run all over Dak. I hope so. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not counting it out. I am not counting it out. 
right. because the defense, Peyton, can't play like this every game. They can't. It's not feasibly possible for the defense to play that stellar every week. And Micah Parsons wasn't even a part of the defense this week. Right. He wasn't even a factor. And he no had show. one tackle no for a loss. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pitiful. I Your mean. best defensive player didn't even show up. So do you think uh Cowboys playoffs? Mm. Yeah. They sneak in on a wild card. Yeah, we got our uh, our co-host here, one of our one of our uh, Fox analysts, uh, Stephen A. Uh, personally believes Cowboys get exposed this weekend against the 49ers. Uh, I agree. I, if I, any if anybody calls the Cowboys like they see it, it's Stephen A. And I I love it when he puts his Cowboy hat on and when they lose because I love it just as much as he does. Because listen, the Dallas Cowboys. As a team, like you look as a team, the whole atmosphere is like, I don't even know what the word for it is. My vocabulary ain't even that fucking advanced. Did this? It's like a, it's like a cult, right? Like these cowboy fans are a cult. I seen something on uh, Facebook the other day. I was scrolling and somebody posted something about Jalen Hurts and having some playoff wins and stuff like that against Dak. And one of their fans, you'll never believe what the picture they posted was. We got them rings, though. Listen, folks. Listen, folks. I was born in 1997. I'm getting ready to turn 26 next month. I've never seen the Dallas Cowboys be relevant in my life. Over a certain period of time, the people that's engaged in football right now don't remember your Super Bowl or or the last Super Bowl because it was 26 fucking years ago. Let's not talk about rings. Yeah, they matter. But in the last 26 years, you've won what? You know. Three, four, maybe five playoff games. Oh yeah, it's it's pitiful. It really is. The Dallas Cowboys gets exposed this week over the on the 49ers. I'm looking at the they stats go, right they here. They go three and two. The Dallas Cowboys, we've seen this year that they can play bad because they lost to a bottom two NFL team in the Arizona Cardinals. And you're coming to San Francisco with CMC being hot and Brock Purdy being hot, having one of the best defenses in the league. Right. I I I I think the Cowboys gets exposed this week because right now, yeah, Cowboys every, uh, Cowboys offense ranking fourteenth in the NFL. Yeah, and and I think that's high. I think I that's a little – I think that's high for them. Right. Because right. I haven't seen nothing was like – I mean, you have a flashy play here and there. But, I hey, the defense, real deal. Offense, no. That's my take. Right. 
Yeah, going back right here, you know, we talked about how, you know, we was going to cover the Cowboys and the Patriots in this segment, and we did just that. We we talked we talked all about the Cowboys because they scored all the points, and we talked jack shit about the Patriots because they scored jack shit. So uh, there, there's the your pa- Patriots are irrelevant. Oh, absolutely. And they this was their game. I felt like this week. Even though it was week four, I was like, listen, one and two, they lost to a pretty good Philadelphia team. And, you know, they they had a they, – they was kind of on the struggle bus. So I was like, all right, you go into Dallas. Even if you lose that game and you keep it close, three, three to seven points, I feel like they come out of the hole, they make a wild card in the playoffs, and they personally, if Mac Jones is on, he can make a deep run. But week right. four showed me everything that I need to know about the New England Patriots. Mac Jones gave Bill Belichick the biggest loss in Bill Belichick's career. You hold a record in Bill Belichick's eyes, and it's on the negative side. You should be proud, buddy. He's in for six. Look at him score. Look at that trouble pass. Aging. Breaks a tackle. Welcome back to the best podcast you've heard in the last month. Because this is our first episode. We're balling out. If you ain't laughed by now, then maybe you don't have a sense of humor. We're going to roll in and we're going to talk about Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills, 48-20. to 20. Peyton, Miami, exposed or a hiccup? Uh, I'm going to say hiccup. What Me too. Me too. I'm going to say hiccup. I feel like they played a pissed off Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. They lost to the first game. To the Jets, and they have been pissed off ever since. I mean, Josh Allen is playing lights out right now, and Miami came into Buffalo just putting 70 points on the Denver Broncos. And Josh Allen said, hey, Tua, let me knock you back down a step. Let me show you who the man is, and he fucking did. 25 for, or 21 for 25, excuse me. 320 yards, four TDs, four incompletions. Stefan Diggs, his number one wide receiver, six for 120 with three of those TDs. But I'm not taking anything away from the Dolphins. I feel like they played exactly how I said it, a pissed-off Buffalo Bills team. And Miami will rebound. They will be a factor come the end of the season. Tua's playing good. The defense ain't really showed me much. Um, The defense is – they're just killing most of these teams that they're supposed to beat with speed. They have some speed on their team. And but the defense just ain't it ain't there. It just 
it's non-existent right now. Right. And and I personally, I feel like it's a hiccup. I mean, Tua, he'll bounce back. Um, Josh Allen's just pissed off right now. This is arguably the best game of his career. Right. And yeah. I, I mean that team is that team is dangerous. After week one, the loss to the Jets, I was like, Oh, Josh Allen's gonna have his first losing season. And that was just week one. Right. And then Josh Allen comes out week two, week three, and then now hanging forty eight on the Miami. And that shows you right there that the de- defense of, of Miami is is not is not top ten in the league. Um, the offense is flashy, got speed, got charisma, doing its thing. But you rolled into a team that's been good for the last four or five years, and you got the shit stomped out of you. And but it's just a hiccup. Practice hard this week, and you sh- you'll be fine this week. You um, uh, you're. The Giants is coming into your stadium. You should hang 70 on them like you did the Denver Broncos. Um, and that's my that's the way I feel about it. I feel like Miami bounces back in a big way this week. And Buffalo Bills stay pissed off. Yeah, speaking of hiccups, uh, Joe Burrow, the Bengals just don't look themselves. Uh, is it is it the head coach Zach Taylor? Maybe, or is it, or is it a, or is it a potential calf injury Joe Burrow is dealing with? Uh, Jamar Chase, he's, you could tell he's visually frustrated with the team right now. He's, you know, they asked him in a press conference if he's ever open, and he says he's always open. Uh, yeah. Know, so he he's I quote, ready. I'm always fucking open. Yeah. He, That's exactly what he said. He's he's looking for the ball more. Joe Burrow's just not giving it to him. Problem is, is the O line. I honestly believe. I mean, he's being sacked and you know rolling on right here. The the injury to his calf is definitely not uh, definitely not uh, what he's wanting to deal with right now. Calves are pretty hard to get out of. Uh, but speaking of injuries, big one coming up this Thursday night. Bears wide receiver Chase Claypool officially out, along with defensive back Eddie Jackson. That's a big, big blow to this Bears team. Yeah, uh, already suffering Bears team. Yeah. I mean, they're suffering already. Hell, they can't lose good players. Yeah. Yeah, uh, along with Claypool, Eddie Jackson, you got uh, Kenny Pickett with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. He's uh, he's injured. Uh we're rolling that, on right here. It's uh, right now the that, uh, 49ers and the Cowboys not showing any any uh, any injuries. So something to look out for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Micah Parson. I think he banged up his ankle a little bit. But other than that, um, I feel like uh, with a little rest this week, he's been fine. Because um, obviously, I mean, he didn't show up against the Patriots, and he's the best defensive player they got. So his mouth says. Um, so his stats say too. I'm not taking anything away from him, but you know, and then on Kenny Pickett, man, honestly, is it a blessing that he ain't playing? Because that offense, that offensive coordinator is atrocious. Right. I mean, would you want to play for that team? Would you want to be the star of that team? That, that they're kind of giving me low key bear vibes and they've won a game. Right. Like, and I went to that game, and they looked 
terrible. The offense looked terrible that game. Like, they couldn't get the ball going. They couldn't do nothing. And, you know, Kenny Pickett, you never want to wish injury on anybody, but as the way the season's starting, I mean, it's four weeks in. It's way too early to give up on the season, but it's definitely not a good start. And it wasn't looking like it was getting any better. Welcome back. One of my favorite things to do is kind of boast about my power rankings. And that's why the power ranking segment was introduced to this brand new podcast. I'm going to start off. We're going to give you my 10 best teams in the NFL right now. I'm going to start off number one. Obvious. If you can't figure it out, then you don't like football. You're a Swifty. San Francisco 49ers, undeniable, playing the best ball through week four. I'm knocking the Bills up to number two because they're pissed off. And I love the football they're playing right now. Josh Allen is playing lights out. My Philadelphia Eagles, top three in the league, even though they're shaky right now. Top three. Unfortunately, they cracked the top five, ladies and gentlemen. Get your Budweiser's out, Cowboys fans, because they're number four. Not taking anything away from the defense. Rounding out the top five, the shaky Kansas City Chiefs. You... I almost knocked you out of the top five because of that poor performance against the Jets, but you bounce, you bounce back this week. Dolphins fall to six, unfortunately. They kind of showed me how bad that defense was this week. Ravens at seven. Kind of a dark horse in the race. Playing decent football right now. Um, I got them at a sneaky seven. They could definitely go higher on this list. Number eight. Never thought I would have this team in a top 10 power ranking. The Detroit Lions had a little hiccup against the Seahawks. Back on track now. Number nine, the Seattle Seahawks. They took care of business Monday night. They had them boys had themselves a game. Number 10. Kind of shaky at 10, Peyton, because you don't really kind of, it's kind of really good teams, kind of really not good teams. But number 10, Tennessee Titans. The what they showed me they could do against Cincinnati 
still had them in top 10. They might fall out of the top 15 this week against the Colts, but if the Colts beat them. But as of right now, through week four, I like the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, you know, my, my power rankings list has pretty pretty uh, close similarities here. I'm going to go 49ers one just because of Brock Purdy and what he's done. Dolphins, I'm going to give them the second spot, followed up with the Eagles, number three. Bills, give them four. Chiefs is going to be my top five. I'm going to go to six. It's going to be how about them Dallas Cowboys, followed by the Baltimore Ravens. Rams, Lions, Seahawks will be my 10th pick. I believe the Seahawks is kind of your dark horse right now in the NFC. Geno Smith is playing amazing. Yeah, he is. He's playing good football. Real good football. I mean, they got after the Giants, like I said last night, and can't deny what they're doing. Geno Smith's putting the ball in the right spot, not turning the ball over, doing what he's got to do to win ball games, and they're playing good, safe football, as I call it. Right. You know, I love power rankings because, you know, your one team could go to to five the next week, especially this early in the year. But my one's 49ers, and that's, I believe that will be there for the remainder of the season. Okay. Unless my Philadelphia Eagles pick it up a little bit, I will put them at one because I'm a little biased. But now that power rankings, y'all have our power rankings. We're going to give you a little prediction come week five. Starting off, Thursday night football, the battle of the Bears and the Commanders. Bears lose again, going 0-5 tomorrow night to the Washington Commanders. And I think it's pretty convincing. Pretty convincing win for the Commanders. I think so, too. I think Commanders have no issues with the Chicago Bears tomorrow, Thursday night. Sunday is going to be your 9.30 a.m. game. It's going to be overseas game. It's Jaguars and the Bills. Buffalo's favorite win by Vegas. That's who I'm going to pick. I think the Bills walk away with Jacksonville. They play lights out. They play lights out. I 100% agree. The next Sunday, 1 o'clock game, you got to – a real cringy game. The New England Patriots coming off getting mollywopped by the Dallas. How about them boys? Um, they play the Saints. The only thing the Patriots has really got going for them right now is they're at home, and they still get beat. I'm taking the Saints. I'm gonna take New Orleans over New England. Also. After that, we got a battle of the AFC South Titans at Indianapolis. Your boys. Yeah, Tennessee's favored to win right here, even though they're at Indy. I'm riding with the Titans. I don't believe the Colts' defensive front has enough to stop Derrick Henry. You're the only man I know that pulls for a team. Diehard Colts fan, and he's going to pull against them. But I I don't like to be optimistic. I like to be realistic. Oh, yeah, well, I agree, but I, I think your your pick is, is pretty damn good because I'm going with the Titans also. Ravens-Steelers, 1 o'clock game also this Sunday. Ravens run away with it. It's not even a game, folks. Don't turn your TVs on, the Ravens and the Steelers. The Ravens walk into Pittsburgh, stomp the shit out of them, and then leave. 
Yeah, I think the Ravens shouldn't have no problem taking on the Steelers. Steelers do have a good defense, but no Kenny Pickett for Pittsburgh this weekend. Baltimore's favorite to win. That's who I'm going to take. Next up, we're going to go Texans at Atlanta Falcons. Uh, to me, this is a 50-50 game. Uh, C.J. Stroud's got it going on for the Texans, but Falcons, they're the shock of the NFC South, 2-2. Two and two. I'm going to go Atlanta. I, I disagree on this one. Um, I feel like... I feel like the Falcons is, is shaky right now, coming off two losses. So I'm going to go see Trey Stroud in the Texans. I think that they, they, they go into Atlanta and get the win. But my lock of the week, folks, that's what we like to do here at Raps. We give you a lock and we give you an upset. You got my lock, you got Peyton's lock, you got his upset, you got my upset. My lock of the week. Bet on it. Gamble on it. Do whatever you want to do with it. It's 50% going to be right. The Lions over the Panthers, 28-7. to seven. That's my lock of the week. The Lions are at home, a struggling Carolina Panthers team with a rookie quarterback that ain't done anything. That's my lock of the week. Yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go lines also right here. I think uh, Detroit's favorite win. I'm not gonna have. There shouldn't have any issues with this poorly Frank Reich coached Panthers team. Oh. My lock of the week, however, is gonna be Miami gonna take on the Giants and they're gonna stomp on Miami's favorite win. That's exactly who I'm gonna take. Lock that in, folks. Dolphins over the Giants. Uh that's a good lock. That's a good lock, Peyton. But. My upset of the week comes at 4.05. The Cardinals over the Bengals. Bengals are struggling. Cardinals is giving everybody a fit. That's my lock. That's my upset of the week, and I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling with it. That's that's. I think Josh Dobbs gets the win at home. Yeah, it's at Arizona. However, Cincinnati is favored to win through all the betting apps. Look, if Joe Burrow can stay healthy right here and Zach Taylor can get that offensive line going, I think the Beagles can put a hurting on these Arizona Cardinals. I'm taking Cincinnati. Huh? Yeah, well, we all got our opinions, but I think Cardinals still get it done. Eagles, Rams. Philadelphia. Goes on the road. They go five and zero. They stack another win, twenty four to twenty. It's not going to be pretty again. Um, be a little bit better than last week and a little bit better than the week before. But Philadelphia gets a win on the road. Yeah, this is one of them games I personally think can go either way. Philadelphia's favored to win, but it is at the Rams' house. I think this game's got potential to be a shootout, but I think the best quarterback will come out on top. I'm going to take Philly in a very very close game. Field goal win over the yeah. Rams. Yeah, I got them four points, so we, we're pretty pretty much neck and neck right there. Broncos-Jets. A battle of, I don't even know what kind of teams. I mean, the Jets showed a little bit of life this past weekend, so I'm going Jets at Broncos. Broncos stay on the losing train, even though they just got a win. They go back on the losing train, and uh, Zach, Zach Wilson's Shows you why he was – he's going to give you a little glimpse of why he was a first-rounder. You got uh, 
Denver favored to win this game. It's at Denver. I think this is one of these close games also. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to take Jets. Very close game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think Broncos go back on losing, losing train. And the Jets, I feel like Zach Wilson gave you a little glimpse of what he's going to do to the Broncos this week. Right. Chiefs-Vikings, undeniable Chiefs win. I mean, that should have been my lock of the week. But they were a little shaky, but it was a close second in my lock of the week. Um, but they didn't end up getting it. I feel like uh, if the Jets gave them a fit, Vikings sure as hell can too. Um, but Chiefs get their fourth win of the year. Um, I feel like that's that's a safe pick, but um, it's going the Chiefs get the dub on the road. Yeah, Kansas City's favored to win this game. Look, it at, it is at Minnesota. Kirk Cousins, he 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 he's been up and down this year. I think this game, however, has the potential to be a could be a shootout, just potentially. Uh, but I do think the better quarterback also will come out on top of this one. I think Mahomes late in the fourth quarter will come up with a, a drive to put this game away. I'm going to take the Chiefs over the Vikings. Yeah. My game of the week, the make or break for both of these teams. Yeah, still week five, but make or break game for both of these teams come Sunday night. Kickoff at 820, Cowboys and the 49ers. Uh, uh, 49ers, they they get this win. I know you done told me you like the Cowboys in this, but I think Brock Purdy stays hot. I think CMC stays hot. Um, even though they're going up against a uh, top two defense in the league and the other top two defense in the league, one or the others, one or two, can't really tell which one, is on the other side of the field this week. So I'm going 49ers at home. Yeah, look, as much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco's favorite to win. Brock Purdy's had zero issues taking uh, this team deep in the playoffs two times in a row, defeating the Dallas Cowboys. However, everybody's saying this team's legit. This team's legit. I got my upset of the week. As much as I hate to say it, Cowboys will beat the 49ers' last-second field goal. Hope I'm wrong. Cowboys over the 49ers. And let's not forget about Monday night. You got the Packers at Raiders. I don't know what uh, Jordan Love is. I don't know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. I think this game could be a low-scoring, miserable-to-watch game. However, I hate the Packers. Go Raiders. Yeah. I I, I don't agree with the pick, but I agree uh, whoever gave these two teams a primetime game must have not. Yeah, this game was definitely scheduled before the year came out because this game should not be in primetime. It should be on a uh, like a Wednesday night uh, MTV ad or some shit. Um, Packers, Raiders, uh, I think Jordan Love bounces back a little bit. I don't really like the Packers. really don't like the Raiders. Uh, really ain't got nothing against the Raiders because they ain't been relevant in my lifetime. But uh, I'm going Packers, low-scoring game. Uh, I'm going to say – 13 to 13 to 7 Packers. All right, just before we end today's show, we we already know Bears Commanders. All right, Todd, what's your pick? You think the Jags make it into the playoffs or no? They do. They sneak in by the that by the skin of their teeth. Okay. And I'm going to tell you one reason why. It's not because of Trevor Lawrence. It's not the the uh the frozen girl 
playing quarterback. It's their coach, Doug Peterson. When it comes crunch time, he'll make play, make good play calls to keep Trevor Lawrence in, in, in kind of like a zone where he won't get the football in trouble. I think they – I think they may they'll go nine and eight, nine and eight at most. Out of all the teams in the NFL, pick one in Week Four that you will lock into the playoffs today. Lock in the playoffs today, folks. You can't bet against them. And I hate that I can't even say my own team, even though they're four and zero. Oh. Lock. If Brock, this is a if. My lock may change if something happens because he had a little injury trouble late last year. Lock. One or two seed, 49ers. Lock in the playoffs week. I'm locking it in, folks. We're four weeks through football, and I'm locking in the 49ers to be the one or two seed in the NFC. Take take one of these teams – that everybody's saying this is their year, maybe not win the Super Bowl, but they're going to make the playoffs. Pick one of those teams right now that you think somehow misses the playoffs this year. It that's a tough question because you got you got some good teams playing good football, and then you got other teams that's not playing football at all, but um, that don't make it. I honestly think. This is the best season they've had in a while, but the Detroit Lions don't make it. You don't think Detroit makes it? I don't think they make it. I think this might be the best year they've had, the best start they had. But uh, Jared Goff, I, I'm not sold yet. They may make it. I'm hoping they make it because I don't, I don't necessarily hate the Detroit Lions. Uh, we got two great players, Darius Slay and DeAndre Swift from the Lions. But – I think that's a little shaky pick. Um, Out of the teams that are hot right now in my top ten, that's the only team in my top ten in my power rankings that I feel like could choke in the clutch. But saying that, they knocked the players, the the Packers out of the playoffs last year by by not you know by winning against them. So they may could come back and and make a deep deep playoff run. But we're talking about the Detroit Lions. It's a it's a Michigan curse on the Detroit Lions for some reason, I think, and and that, I think they miss. Yeah, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna lock Kansas City into the playoffs, and I'm going to take out the Minnesota Vikings. I don't believe they have what it takes to win this division right now. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Minnesota can turn it out and send the Packers home. I'm just not seeing it right now. We'll see you back week five. See if things will change. Thanks. Ain't got no soul to sell Cold black like the bottom of a well I'm a dead man walking And I can hear him knocking I can feel my judgment coming Ain't no use in running 
I'm gone to the depths I go home. 